Hello, and welcome to the Space Dive Podcast. Through these podcasts and the blogs at www.spacedive2008.com, I hope to detail my progress, training, and hopefully success in my attempt to break the world's highest skydive record. My name's Joby, and during the attempt, I hope to break four world records. The world's highest skydive, the longest time in free fall, the world's fastest speed by human, unaided by a vehicle, and the highest man balloon flight. And with any luck, I should break a number of other records too. Now, I guess we need some sort of explanation as to why all of a sudden have decided to break a world record in a sport which actually I have no experience in. Um, and really, it all boils down to boredom. The time I came up with the idea of breaking this record, I was working in the city in London, um, actually in the Gherkin Tower, selling international property. Fairly dull job, I'll, I'll admit. Um, not particularly stimulating. I was sitting there thinking, really, there's got to be more to life than, uh, than messing around selling houses, phoning people all day, and being hassled by your boss that sort of stuff and I came across whilst sitting in front of the TV a program one of the BBC programs weather program I think it was um, where they showed this amazing footage of a gentleman called Joe Kittinger um, he is a guy who set this record originally back in 1960 um, the, the footage just struck a chord with me and I felt Right at that moment, I must break this record. Now, I think at this point, it's probably worth giving you a little bit of background about me. I've always been interested in extreme sports. I do a lot of climbing, mountaineering. When I was 17, I was lucky enough to go to the Himalayas. And, in fact, before I got this job in London, I was actually cycling professionally as a track cyclist. So the pinnacle of my career, I guess, was... Uh, Beta for Wales at the 2002 Commonwealth Games in Manchester. So I, you know, I, I have been involved in a lot of sort of high, high rush, if you like, or high adrenaline sports. And really, working in a nine-to-five day job just doesn't cut it. You, know, you need to, or as I certainly do, need to have that that edge and that that buzz. And this record certainly presents. You know, very much that edge, coupled with you know a lot of preparation, a lot of thought, a lot of um, skills that are going to be involved, which you know which are are going to be new to me, and there'll be a lot of learning, and you know that's a very exciting prospect as well. But going back to the story of how the record started, you know, on that day, in fact, it was New Year's Day, two thousand and eight, when I saw this program. On that day, um, I saw I saw the footage, and I thought, I you know, I'm going to break this record. And immediately I thought, right, how am I going to you know, generate the money, generate the interest? How, how can I uh, present this um, so that I'm able to do it? The first, first thought was, I've got to get this on TV. So, I've got no experience in TV, I'll admit. But what I did, I just got a load of emails, started firing them out. Googling production companies, TV companies, 
So firing out, firing out emails constantly. I must have sent probably a hundred emails that day, just solidly firing them out. Now, I didn't, I didn't get any replies immediately. I'm, I, I'm, I am slightly impatient, um, and I was expecting immediate replies. Why I was expecting that on New Year's Day, I don't know, but I was. Anyway, I thought, ah, oh, no one's replying, and sort of, you know, it, it put it a little bit to the back of my mind. It was still there to be done, but you know, it wasn't. It wasn't that initial buzz of excitement. Um, and it wasn't until a few de days later, a few weeks later, I think it was, um, when I actually uh, started getting a couple of replies back from production companies, um, saying they're particularly interested in asking a few more details. And one particular company phoned me up. Um, a, guy, a guy called Andy called me up. He's the head of production. Um, and it, you know, he was asking a lot of questions, said he was very excited about it, and he also was working with some other people who were, who were looking at doing it. And they said they would be very keen to uh, to get involved with the project, particularly as, and as I uh, record this podcast, I still haven't done any skydiving at all. And that, that sort of grabbed the interest of the TV company, because you know it, it creates a lovely story, a great story, where we can take... You know, from novice to record breaker. So things were starting to come together. I was very, very excited by that. And so, you know, I started to put together a project, um, find out the costs. I had a rough figure in my mind um, of what I thought it would cost, but, you know, actually when I looked into it, it turns out spacesuits, helium balloons, um, training, parachutes actually work out a lot more expensive than you expect. At this point, I also started to sort of look at the record a bit more detail, do my research. Um, and there's a lot more to it than I thought, really. You know, when you initially look at the record and when you think about it, you look more at, uh, you know, the record and think, well, you know, it can't be that hard. You jump up, you travel up in a balloon, a helium balloon, and then you just jump out. How hard can it be? Looking into it, though, I found out there was you know, so much more to it. The original guy, Joe Kittinger, was a colonel in the uh, American Air Force working on the NASA space program. He obviously had a lot of experience. He was a test pilot. He was an adventurer. He obviously knew some what, what he was doing. And he had a team of professionals. He had the, the, the NASA organization, the American Air Force organization, all those behind him. They also discovered the other elements of the record. The fact that it is so high, it's five times higher than, higher than Everest. There is no atmosphere, it is the edge of space. And the fact they'll be reaching speeds well in excess of the speed of sound, um, around sort of 800, 900 miles an hour, way down depending on high, how high you go and the whole attempt is going to take four and a half five hours to complete you know four hours on the way up 20 minutes on the way back down all these factors are something I hadn't really considered um, when I first sort of launched the idea now at this stage I was fairly committed um, I had people interested the production company were very keen I couldn't really turn around and say, whoa, whoa, whoa actually, it turns out I'm a little bit scared of this. Oh my God, I'm But, you know, the other things I found out during this stage, 
also did excite me um, and really make me want to do this record again. The very fact that I'm going so high, I will be in the black bit, bit of space. I'll be able to see the curvature of the earth and really be in touch and go to a place that, that you know only one other man has been and be in that place not in a sort of sterile environment of a, of a, of a space craft or an aircraft or, or some form of craft but actually be sort of in there um, albeit within a spacesuit but but be there as a, as just a human falling through it jumping through it um, and experience you know what is extremely rare and you know in fact I think it is only Joe Kinshaw has who has experienced the the feeling of falling through zero atmosphere or virtually zero atmosphere. So traveling at 900 miles an hour but in fact feeling no wind resistance, feeling no rush of air, feeling none of that, in fact having no concept within your mind that you're able, that you are in fact falling. The only frame of reference you'll have will be the balloon which you know, if you look back up to it will be racing away from you at, at a very very rapid rate. These sort of things were, you know, really came home to me, and, and you know, doing further research, going on YouTube and checking out the the footage of the original, the original jump, and, and looking at some of the interviews um, with Joe Kutinger, all of which are available actually on my website, spacedive2008.com. Um, so please do check them out. But I, I found them very, very inspiring um, and very humbling, if you like. Um, and have been through this in, in, in an age when there was you know, much less technological advancement as there is today um, and you know, I, I, it only encouraged my drive and passion and belief that I was going to break this record I mean it also nailed in the fact that I want to break the record in the same place that the original record was set I want to go back to New Mexico and I want to do it there, almost like a tribute. Um, now, Jokins just is still alive, and we do hope to, to speak to him and, and interview him. And uh, I certainly would love to the opportunity to chat to him um, as part of the documentary, and really to take any advice um, because he's the only man who's done it. Um, so, looking into this record really did have a home the fact that I wanted to do it despite the fact that there were a lot more dangers and um, concerns than I first anticipated and not only not only the technicality and the uh, the actual physical danger of the jump but the very nature of the jump being so costly as well is, is another element which I hadn't really considered, I should have considered, but it's a f almost as formidable of a task to raise a finance to do it as is making the jump. Through these podcasts, I hope to document my journey from novice skydiver, on skydiver really, to breaking this world record, including the challenges I face in sponsorship production companies, commissioning uh, with the TV companies. I will also do that with the blogs on my 
website, spacedive2008.com. Please do check it out. Please go on the forum and um, ask any questions you have. Drop me an email. My email and contact details are on there, so please do drop me an email. Also, we're going to have some t-shirts and a few other bits and bobs up there, so please feel free to buy one of those if you, uh, you think you should. They are fantastic, I must admit. And finally, please do subscribe to this podcast. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you will follow me in this journey and be inspired and excited as by it as I have been by the original record. Thanks very much for listening. Bye.